today's show is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible, offering an optimal blend of accuracy and readability. The CSB helps readers make a deeper connection with God's Word and inspires lifelong discipleship. The CSB is equally suited for serious study or for sharing with your neighbor hearing God's Word for the very first time. I love the Christian Standard Bible, and I think you will too. Learn more at csbible.com. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 22 of Home Row. You can find today's show notes and all the other shows on homerow.fireside.fm. And you can find today's show there, slash 22. So homerow.fireside.fm. That's F as in faith and M as, what's a good M word? Uh, Mary. There you go. F as in Frank and M as in Mary, slash 22. And that today I have... Jaquel Crow. Did I say it right? You got it. You did. Okay, man, I was, I was really nervous for a second. No, it's all good. I get that a lot, but okay. I'm impressed. Well, perfect. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great. Great to have you on. Yeah, it's an honor. Well, long-time listener, first-time guest, so it's a joy to be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, to have a long-time listener, and we're only a little, Home Row's only a little over a year old, so I should, it, like, it is, I should but... hand out ribbons for long-time listeners. I know, man. I've been around since the beginning, so definitely if awards go out, I should get one. Do you have a Do you have a favorite episode yet? I love Tony Ranke's episode, oh, but yeah. also because Tony Ranke is just really cool. Yep, he's um, but I love Don Whitney's and Russell Moore's, and I'm just going to start listing every episode. They're all good. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. So, uh, for the listeners out there who who don't know who you are, would you mind just telling a little bit about yourself? Of course. So, yes, my name is Jaquel. I am 19 years old. I live in eastern Canada, Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I write, obviously. Uh, my first book came out from Crossway last March. And then my day job is leading an online mentorship program for young writers called the Young Writers Workshop that I lead with Brett Harris, who wrote Do Hard Things when he was a teenager as well. And then I also have a podcast for young people called Age of Minority. And I am also the editor of therevolution.com, which is a website for teenagers, encouraging them to rebel against low expectations and pursue the the difficult but joyful joyful path of, of following Christ. So that's a little bit the boring facts about me, I guess. Man, you got all kinds of stuff going on. I'm a busy person. Yeah. At 19, I don't remember what I was doing. I, <laughs> I know. I think I was delivering flowers. That's what I was doing. Well, the Lord has been very good and gracious and surprising in the opportunities that he's given me. Yeah. So I, so I don't know the Canadian layout up there. So where are you in terms of like, what state are you closest to in the U S okay. So I'm closest to Maine, okay. but I like, there's no direct access to the States from the province that I'm in, but I live in the biggest city in Canada, east of Toronto, I think oh, that's nice. how I explain it. Yeah. Okay. How far so are you from we're... Toronto? Uh, ooh, um, that's a great question. We're like a, a two and a half hour flight. I know ooh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Far. Yeah. So far, far yeah. by car. Yeah. Decently okay. far, probably like 15 hours drive. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you're up there in Canada other than shoveling snow. What's uh, something you do for fun? 
Um, I love food, so I love to cook. And I'm also like a total aspiring foodie, so I love to try uh, new restaurants. Okay. And Halifax is kind of a university town, so we have like four major universities here. So we have a lot of good like local restaurants that are really fun. So yes, I like to eat and I like to cook and I like to go to new restaurants. What's uh what's one of the so you like to cook, what's one of your favorite things to cook? Oh, that's a good question. Like, um like my I, steak. I, I love grilling filet filet mignon and if anyone follows me on instagram or twitter they'll they'll see tons of pictures of medium rare steak yes you would like my dad then my dad loves steak and he's kind of like the meat aficionado of our family um but i'm probably like the vegetable uh person in our family so i am actually on a quest right now to create the perfect salad which sounds kind of lame but i am trying to perfect like the right amount of mix-ins okay. and dressing this sounds kind of boring but i really do like to make salad because i feel like it's more creative and you get to put in whatever you want yeah, and really yeah. The perfect salad is all about what you put in it. It's not really about the yeah it, itself. So it's, it's not about the the leaves. It's it's about the mix exactly. for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have salad for lunch food. today. There's a great salad right place uh, here called Salada. I don't know if you have oh. those up there. It's we do not. It's a chain, but yeah, it's one of those. You know, it's like a ten dollar salad. It's like the Chipotle of salads. Mm-hmm. Where you just I hear you. Pick out what you I like. I would like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's great. I love it. So now, how did you how did you become a writer? So nineteen and amazing to have your your first book published already so c- congrats thank you and so h- how did that come about yeah so that is an interesting story and it's definitely one that i didn't really expect so i have been writing pretty much as long as i can remember i was one of those kids that was like i'm gonna be an author someday yeah. and i have this big folder of stories that my mom keeps from i started writing the time that i was little and they're all super terrible and super cheesy but writing something i've always loved and then when i was 11 i actually started a blog because it was 2009 and if you wanted to get your thoughts out there you started a blog. So I did that. And I basically just blogged about what I was reading in God's word, what I was seeing in my life, what was going on. And so I, I blogged every day for six months and then started writing four times a week for like the next six years. So just sort of plugging away, writing was something I loved. I, I didn't really write for the audience or platform. I didn't really know what platform was, but I knew that writing was, was something that I could honor God with something I enjoyed. And so I just kept at it. And then when I was 16, I submitted an article to therevolution.com, which is the the website that Brett and Alex Harris started when they were teens. And so that article got accepted and it got published. And that's how I, I met Brett. And so I started writing more regularly for The Revolution. And that was the first time that I actually started uh, reaching more people with my words and especially more young people like me who are passionate about, about following Jesus, about using their youth uh, for the glory of God. And I just found my niche. I was like, oh, this is what I want to write about. These are the people I want to write to. And so I kept writing for them. And then the next year, I actually took part in this course that uh, a part of it was you had to create this, this project idea of a really hard thing that you wanted to do. And the hard thing that I wanted to do was was write a book. And I still didn't think it was that realistic. I was kind of like, I'm just this writer from Canada who doesn't really have any connections or or <laughs> know how to write a book, but I put it in. And uh, this course was also run by Brett Harris. And so we started talking about it and and he started uh, acting as a mentor and a coach and, and really provided this insight that, hey, 
this actually is possible if you have the the right knowledge of what you need to do. And so I started pursuing that, started writing more for different places, um, building my audience, figuring out what exactly I wanted to write. And then um, a few months later, I created a book proposal and submitted it to Crossway and they accepted it. And that's how we got here. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Now, do, do you have an agent? Did you go through that process with a literary agent or anything? I do, but it's a little bit different because sure. my agent uh, was Brett, actually. Oh, well, there so you go. he sort of acted as a mentor and then offered the agent for me. Ah, that's great. That's so yeah. great. Now, you, you talked a little bit in there about, about building your audience. So maybe what are some of the – those are questions I get, and those are things I'm still trying to mm -hmm. figure out. And so what were some of the things that you did or that, that Brett taught you about kind of building your, your audience? Yeah. Well, first it was sort of figuring out who my audience was um, and then figuring out where they hang out online and, and how to reach them. And I was fortunate in that the revolution really had a lot of my core audience there. And then it was kind of looking at what they want to read, what sort of topics really resonate with them, and then trying to write some pieces that you're not writing them just for lots of numbers or lots of likes, but trying to be intentional about what you write um, that will really serve a lot of people. And so I, I sort of wrote a couple articles um, about romance and dating that were super popular with our audience. And that sort of thing just sort of built my credibility, built um, a relationship with this audience. And, and those were a few things that, that helped me uh, get connected to my audience and, and build it. I can't imagine those articles would resonate with, with teenagers. I know. It's shocking, really. <laughs> now, so when I look over just your resume, things that you've just kind of listed out. So there is a, I'm, I'm assuming there's got to be a lot, of, a lot of discipline and a lot of scheduling and planning. So how do you discipline yourself to write? How do you find the time? Yeah, it is difficult. And I think it's weird because so much of what I do is connected to writing or like talking about writing. Uh, but I still have to force myself to actually write. Um, so I think figuring out uh, what are the best times for me to write, that was something that was helpful because I do have a lot of flexibility with my schedule and that I can plan things around when is most convenient for me to work and most conducive. Um, and then just, this is like super practical but putting it on my calendar. So I do, because I have so many things going on here, there and everywhere, everything goes on my calendar, on my phone, of course. Um, and so just practically scheduling in times to write and giving myself deadlines. I love to work with deadlines. They okay. just make me more productive. So I will give myself uh, deadlines. If there's articles I have to write, I'll stick dates on them and not just getting them done, but uh, sticking a date on getting a first draft of this article done by then. And then just forcing myself to sit down and write. Now, when you write, there's so many different ways that, that people go about it. Some people are, okay, I'm just going to pour out everything I can onto mm -hmm. the page, and then I'll go back and edit later. Or they're editing as they go, you know, maybe changing words as they go. Mm -hmm. um, which, which way do you uh, lean? It depends on what kind of thing I'm writing. So for the book um, and, and book size projects, I really prefer to just get it out there and then go back and edit and rewrite probably a couple times. Um, but when it comes to an article or a smaller piece of writing, I tend more to edit as I go. Um, so I'm also an outline person. So I, I usually like to have at least a, an idea of where I'm going with whatever I'm writing. So I, I usually do that first and then just start writing and, and see what I can get down and then 
bigger projects, I just come back later and smaller projects try to do it as I go through it. Yeah. So when you're, you're writing an article, you sit down and you've got, you write out like kind of bullet points and then just try to yep. fill it in. Yeah, exactly. Or if it's a list, I make the list first and then just start writing. Is there, so what's the, what's the last website that you had an article published at? I believe it was Desiring God. Okay. So over at DG, what was your, what was the word count for that? Do you remember? Uh, ooh, maybe like a thousand, a thousand. words. That, yeah, roughly. So like, I think for the listeners out there who want to, you know, try to submit. So, I mean, you can go to Desiring God and they have a submissions page and you can try mm-hmm. to try to submit or also at, at TGC or at For the Church, um, Christianity Today. I mean, a lot, the rele- relevant, a lot of great websites to, to mm-hmm. put stuff into and follow their submission guidelines. And they say, you know, 700 to 1,000. Um, you don't need a people don't need to churn out these these massive uh, articles because I think no, the, absolutely. Sh- the, the shorter ones, I think. They tend to be the ones that get read, especially lists. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yes, lists. That was one thing that I learned pretty early on when I was starting to uh, sort of build my platform uh, is that people love lists. Listicles are kind of something that really resonate with people. So usually my articles somehow get a list in there. Yeah, that's good. Now, so for for the book, so this changes everything. That's the title, right? Now, so this is about the, the gospel and and how it changes the life of teenagers. Is that the the correct kind of emphasis there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just how to live a gospel-centered life as a young person from the perspective of a young person. Now, how did how did that idea for the, for this book come about? You, you well, dr- driving one yeah. day and you just thought, oh, <laughs> I got to do this. Well, the idea of a book first came into play. So it wasn't the idea that came first, the idea of actually writing a book came first. And so then I came to this point where I was like, okay, if I could only write one book in my life, what would it be? And this, this was the idea. It pretty much always been there. This was the book that I wanted to read when I was a younger teen, something that was just written for this specific, unique stage of life that I was in trying to follow Jesus as a young person. I was serious about my faith. I, I had moved past the stage where I was just sort of reading the, the light uh, Christian stuff that's usually written for teens. Uh-huh. And I wanted something that, that went deeper and I hadn't really found it yet. So this was something, uh, a project that for a couple of years now, I've, I've been like, this is something I would love to see. And so I came to the point where I was like, well, this is what I'm going to write then. And sort of uh, the actual specific angle for it came when I was listening to uh, Matt Papa album, You'll Never Guess Which One, uh, which was This Changes Everything. And <laughs> I was gr- Great songs on that album. Yeah, there really is. And I was listening to a song, This Changes Everything. And I was like, you know what? This is it. Exactly. Like, Living as a young person and trying to follow Jesus, that is the thing that defines these years. The gospel really does change everything. And so that's that's specifically how it came about. That's a great album. It really is. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a link I'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes. And people, if you want to go find the show notes, they're gonna be in your podcast app. You just kind of swipe to the right or view the full description and there'll be links to Jaquel's blog and her books and even her article at Desiring God and the Matt Papa, Matt Papa album, or you can go to homeroadfiresidefm slash twenty two and and you can find those there. So so you're got got the idea for the book. How long did it take you to write the book? Well, it was kind of a broken up process. So I wrote two chapters for the book proposal when I was 17. And then uh, like six months later, I ended up actually signing the contract. And then after that, the rest of the book was written in a space of about four months. So 
five months maybe all in uh everything combined but i was also super fortunate in that i was done school at the time and i had also quit my part-time job at the time so i was able to just solely focus on writing the book yeah so did you just okay this is going to be my nine to five job during this time i'm just gonna turn it out yeah pretty much how many how many pages is it another excellent question that i really should know the answer to um like if i I had here I, i would look 160 maybe okay do you remember how many um how many sessions of writing in the day did you do like okay i'm gonna do a morning i'm gonna do a couple hours take a break or Mm -hmm. uh, i'm just gonna go all day like what was your kind of writing rhythm like during during that time no it was mostly like a couple hour chunks here and there and then i i still was like doing other stuff with my life. I was volunteering and, and writing for some different places. Uh, so a lot of that uh, would be would be broken up. I do like a morning and then take a break for a couple hours and come back and write like five hours at night, stuff like that. So it was a little bit jumbled in that regard, but just pretty much here, there and everywhere, wherever I could take it, I would just sit down and, and write as much as I could. Now, as you, I mean, to, writing a book is not easy. It's it's really hard. There's a lot of pressure. There's especially your first book. I remember, you know, Gospel Formed came out mm-hmm. when I was 29 and 32 now. So I, I just remember kind of going through it all and kind of fretting over the words and make sure everything's right because you're like, hey, this might be the only thing I ever write. Yep. And I want to make yep, sure I, 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 I get it all down. So for you during that during that time, what was some of the hardest parts about writing the book for you? On a super micro level, conclusions are super hard for me to write. And I do not know why this is, but I'll, I'll sit down and write a chapter and I'll, I'll have the outline. So I'll know what I'm going to say and I'll, I'll get it all down. And then I'm one of those weird people who also really enjoys editing. So I, I like to go back and fix and uh, fine tune it. But I find it really challenging to know how to end a piece of writing. So whether that's a chapter, whether that's an article. So that's that's kind of a struggle. Pretty much all of my my first conclusions were just terrible. And I would give the chapter to my parents to read. And I'd be like, okay, I, I want your thoughts. I think this is okay. Things are working, except for the conclusion. I know it's horrible. Please help me fix it. <laughs> so uh, figuring out how to, how to end and writing is something that I do find difficult. And then also on a, a sort of bigger level, this is something that I deal with no matter what I'm writing, but especially with this book too, is just knowing what I want to say and knowing what beautiful writing looks like and sounds like, but there being a disconnect between being able to actually convey the things that I want to convey um, because maybe of my age or lack of experience. So there's something that um, Derek Rishmawi said that just like totally resonates with me. And, and he said, one frustration of being a young writer and thinker is knowing I want to write and think in a way only age can. I want to jump the line. And that's something that that I definitely feel um, because a lot of my influences are people who are older and smarter than me and way better writers than me. And I want to write like them. But where I'm at right now, I can do the best that I can. But sometimes I, I want to be where they are and I just can't. So navigating that internal struggle uh, is a difficulty. And I think just natural in being a young writer. Yeah, that's really good. I, I, I think there were things for me in it. I still battle this and I'm sure you will too. And I think mm-hmm. every, everyone does on, on some level. And hopefully as we get older, also just in life and also as we keep, uh, you know, pursuing godliness and, and walking with Christ that, you know, it reminds me of Galatians one, that if Paul says, if I was, you know, if I was, a uh, you know, I'm not seeking the approval of man, 
For if yep. I was, I wouldn't be a servant of God. And I think as a writer, there is so much internal struggle with the approval of man. Yeah. Wanting, Amen. Wanting the likes and wanting the shares and and to get a book contract or to or to have endorsements. I mean, there there is so much battle um, in the soul of a writer and as, as, as a Christian writer to not seek the approval of man because we're a servant of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing, just trying to navigate the whole process with humility and grace while also recognizing that this is an opportunity that the Lord has given me to do to the best of my ability, but just recognizing that all, all honor, all, all praise, it, it doesn't go to me, right. it goes to him. Right. Now, who you mentioned mentors earlier. Who, who are some of your favorite writers that either you just you love their style, or or you're even trying to you know imitate them in, a, in an honoring way? Like I mean, I love the way Jared Wilson writes. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm reading the Imperfect Disciple right now. I, I think it might be my my favorite of his, and I just love his style. Ray Ortland, Russell Moore, yep. uh, Doug Wilson. I mean, these are just some of the guys that I read and go, man, like I, if I could sound like them on on some level, I, I would just be so thrilled. Yeah, totally. Well, I love all of those guys, um, especially Ray Ortland, his book, The Gospel. I yeah. loved that book so much. Just so beautifully written and, and truth conveyed so clearly. Um, also, Tony Ranke, I mentioned before, I love his writing. I just think it's so clear and crisp. Um, Rosaria Butterfield, I, oh, yeah. I love everything that she writes. Uh John Piper, of course. Uh, I've been reading more Puritans lately and have really been admiring some of the ways that uh, they sort of boil down these theological concepts in ways that are are really good, like uh, Thomas Watson love him. Uh, starting to read more John Owen, and he is can be very difficult to read. He's tough. Uh, but I feel like he is stretching my uh, writer theological yeah. muscles. Yeah. So that's helpful. Yeah. Lots of other writers, but those are a few that stick out. Yeah. Carl Truman. I think it was Carl Truman. He said that John Owen writes with the grace of an elephant. <laughs> that is so good. I am going to steal that. That is really, really true. Yeah. The, I think some of the best John Owen writings are the edited ones. Like yep. the Puritan paperback ones are great. Oh, yeah. Uh, like the glory of Christ is incredible. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. series that uh, Justin Taylor edited uh, it's like three books in one. Yep. Uh, I have it on my bookshelf. Oh, it's outstanding. So that series is great. I'm going to put a link to that in the, in the show notes. For sure. Now, what are some of your favorite books on writing? Are there any that you, you read and go, man, so, you know, I know you had this young writers workshop. We'll talk more about that in a second, but I'm sure if people ask you, Hey, I, I'm looking to get a couple of books on writing. I got an Amazon gift card. I mean, what, what should I snag? Yeah, well, for nonfiction writers, definitely on writing well by William Zinser. I know, like every nonfiction writer recommends it, but there's a reason because that book is just amazing. Uh, and then also Austin Cleon's Steal Like an Artist. I thought that was a super creative book and just really compelling in communicating um, sort of uh, these basic truths. It's Austin Cleon is not a Christian, but these truths, whether you're a writer or uh, a painter or any kind of artist, um, how you should be your work. So that one was really good. And then also uh, Brett Lott wrote this book called Letters in Life on being a writer, on being a Christian. And it's sort of part memoir, part uh, advice on writing. And it's beautifully written and also just full of engaging practical wisdom. So those are three books that have uh, definitely served me in my writing journey. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm at the snag to steal like an artist. I, I have not, I've seen people mention it, but I haven't read it. It's so good. Okay. On your recommendation. I'm going to, I'm going to add it to my Amazon wish list. There you go. Now your, your young writers workshop, 
t- tell us tell us about this because I think so many people would love to have um, an inklings ish kind of group where they've got friends mm-hmm. and they've got peers where they're gathering and they're they're reading each other's writing and encouraging one another. So so what is the young writers workshop like? And I guess what what's why does it exist? Yeah, well, that that really gets it at what we're trying to capture. We're trying to create this community of young Christian writers who will support each other and encourage each other and also uh, who will be equipped with the knowledge of what they need to do to accomplish their writing goals. So it is a monthly membership site. It is for young Christian writers who are under the age of 30. That's what we say usually, oh, like our I'm average age now. is. Yeah, you are. So apparently you're not a young Christian oh, writer anymore. Man. Um, so yes, though we do make exceptions, I will just say for writers who might be just a little bit over 30, but our, our average age is, uh, like late teens. And so every, every week we release a new piece of content in the site. So we have interviews with authors and agents and editors. Uh, we do writing critiques. We do book proposal critiques. We do just practical how to teaching videos on different aspects of writing. So everything from how to overcome writer's block to to uh, how to pitch, pitch a book proposal to an agent. And then we also have this, this big community site that it's sort of like a cross between Facebook and a forum, but it is unique to the Young Writers Workshop. And it's a place where you can join a critique group, a, a small group with other young writers. You can just share wisdom and encouragement and, and interact. And so it is sort of this giant community. And, and we sort of like to explain it that it's not like a writing class, but more like a writing club. So it is a place where you go to connect with other peers and learn and grow and achieve what your your specific writing goals are all all in a way that that honors God and we really thought this was necessary for young uh, Christian writers because they're at a unique stage in the game uh, unique difficulties um, unique advantages and there are these sort of things for older writers who maybe have full-time jobs uh, but are, are just dealing with a different place in life and so Brett and I, I teamed up for this because we just believe that there is a unique ministry that young writers can have and uh, unique things that they need to know. And both of us uh, got our, our first book contracts as teenagers. And so we feel that that we come from a place where we've been there, uh, we've done it, and we want to help other young writers who are coming after us do it too. Yeah, that sounds so great. I, I wish I had something like that. Yeah. Um, so what's the URL? What's what's the website for that? So if the listeners can can go find it. Sure. Well, they can just go to dohardthings.com uh, slash Young Writers Workshop. Okay. And I'm, I'll put a link to that in the show notes again, which you can find at homeroad.fireside.fm slash 22. And I'll put those on there so, so people can get a, li- a good link for that. Now, so first book at 19. Now, you know, mine was at 2029. 20, and I still felt like, man, I can't believe I got a, a book out this early at, at 29. This is crazy. Um, I, I almost kind of regret it in some ways. Um, because now with other book projects, I remember I had other friends who had their books published. And they said, oh, once you get your first one, it's like so much easier. The other ones just kind of mm-hmm. start rolling. And I've, you know, got another book in the pitch stage and with my agent. And I had a couple of publishers. And it hasn't been easy. It's I think it's been more difficult. Um mm-hmm. So, and I, out of other people mentioned this comment to me, and I'm sure you've heard it before too, the, the comment from Tim Keller that something along the lines of, he thinks no, no one should be writing books until they're like in their forties mm-hmm. or fifties. Or 
Yeah. And so, you know, I had to process through that. So, so how did you work through that kind of mindset? Um, and and maybe even those kinds of comments. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's something that I've got the question before, like, why, why am I writing a book now? What, what do I have uh, to bring to the table that I, I, wouldn't have 10 years from now. And I really did have to think through this. Um, and, and I came to the point that, um, right now I am at a unique stage in life. I will never be a teenager again. And I am largely relying on wisdom that I have learned from people a lot older than me, from my parents, from other wise writers, people like Tim Keller. And so I, I'm not writing um, because I have all the answers. I'm not writing because I think that I'm the best writer that I'll ever be. Uh, but I'm writing because um, I have things to say. I'm writing because I think these things will honor God. I, I believe that very much. I'm writing because people who are older and wiser than me have affirmed this calling in my life. Uh, people who are older than wiser than me read everything that I write before it comes out. And so so I, I do believe that this time uh, God can use my youth, God can use my efforts. Hey, in 10 years, I will probably look back at this book and think that there are so many things I could have done better. Um, but I also believe that uh, God will use this and he will use my voice right now uh, for his glory to reach people that he wouldn't otherwise if I waited 10 years to write this book. That's good. So true. So true. Now, for te- the teens out there listening, um, and for, you know, people in their twenties and thirties and who going to, okay, man, I want to write a book or I want to start a blog or I, I want to, but I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I can. What, what advice do you have to those who maybe feel ill-equipped or not ready, or they're just on the fence, kind of dragging their feet? What, what advice would, would you have for them? two things, probably. First, I would say uh, read as much as you can. So start reading the kinds of things that you want to write um, and just start honing your craft that way before you even start writing. Uh, Read, read just beautiful truth. Uh, And then I'd also say just actually start writing. So for me, writing consistently was the thing that ultimately paved the way for me to get to a place where I could even start thinking about looking towards a book contract. So like six years writing four times a week with no likes, no shares, uh, but but writing to increase my ability. So I would say, don't don't worry about what everyone else will think. Um, just get writing, even if, if you don't publish it, write for yourself. And once you've started writing consistently, uh, motivation will follow and you will start seeing what it is that you love to write and what what kind of uh, things that you're writing uh, will serve people best. That's good. That's good advice. Man, six years of writing four times a week or almost every day. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, in, it was that, fun. That's incredible. <laughs> that, that is a have you looked back on some of those early pieces and be like, should I take uh, this? Should I delete this? Should I oh, take this down? Many or? times, many times. And I actually would encourage people to not go back and read those. I left them up there because, <laughs> I mean, people can read them and realize that a 12-year-old wrote them. And it's not like there's heresy or anything because yeah. my dad's a pastor and my dad vetted things and would not let me keep heresy up. Uh, but even still, uh, yeah, they are not the best things that I've ever written. That is amazing. 12 years old and you were you were writing to to encourage others and that's just a sign of just God's uh, just gifts that he's given you. And it's, it's evident there, there's a reason God's given them to you and, and you're blessing people from 12 to, to 19 now. So it's really oh. neat to see. 
Well, thank you. I yeah, am very grateful for the opportunities that he's given me at this age. Now, where, where can people find your, your website and, and Twitter or any other social media stuff you, you'd like people to go to go find? Yeah. So my website is just jaquelcrow.com and that's J-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E-C-R-O-W-E. And I spell that because I said that on a recent interview and the lady was like, I really think you should spell that for the people. <laughs> so jaquelcrow.com. And then you can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. It's all just jaquelcrow. Perfect. You can find me uh, at Mr. Metters there on Twitter. And also, if you have any questions for uh, for any writers coming up that you'd like me to ask, um, any any questions you want me to try to answer about writing, I, I'll do what I can. I don't, I don't know a lot, but I can go find people that do know, and I, I can give you answers. So ask me on Twitter, uh, at Mr. Metters, and you can use the hashtag home row. That way I can see it. And I've gotten some in, so thank you guys so much for, for sending those in. Or you can email me, and you can find my contact at my blog, at my site, at jametters.com. Jaquel, is great. Great having you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. It was a delight and an honor to be here. <laughs> 